had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give love and logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. The sun is up, the sky is blue, the mountains are visible. And at the time that we fire up the old podcast machine at around 7.30 local time in Las Vegas, Friday morning, the expected high temperature today is only supposed to be 111 (laughs) degrees with the thermostat reaching triple digits by 10 a.m. Pacific time. With that, greetings from the Strip. Brian Seltzer from Sixers.com. Welcome you back for another Summer League edition of the podcast. Our guest on this episode of the pod is Kevin Young. He is going to be the head coach of the Summer Sixers this year as they begin their quest for the MGM Resorts NBA Summer League Championship. Now, this time of year is all about, of course, development, an opportunity to give guys who the 76ers have either drafted, have interest in in undrafted free agents, already have on their roster, might be property of the Sixers, the draft rights of guys they own, the opportunity to give them reps, get them further introduced with the 76ers system. And you know what? Of course these guys, it's a competitive setting. They want to win games. The primary objective is familiarity, development, and if you win some games along the way, Great. Excellent. That's icing on the cake. Really exciting that in addition to first-round picks from this past year's Iyer Smith and Landry Shamit, you've got guys like Furkan Korkmaz, Jonah Bolden, Demetrius Jackson on the roster, guys who have solid professional playing experience. You could throw Askia Booker, Chris McCullough, Cam Oliver, into that category as well, Devondrick Walker too. So it seems like the Sixers, they'll have a really nice balance of youth 
and experience on their summer league roster as they get ready for game number one on Friday against the Boston Celtics at 7.30. Before we start the conversation with Coach Young, a reminder that to subscribe to the podcast, you can go to a couple places. You can head to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Type in Sixers Podcast Network. That will take you to our feed, and you can subscribe right then and there. We hope you do. Kevin Young has been a part of the 76ers development program and coaching staff for the last couple seasons now. He was the head coach of Delaware in the G League from 2014 through 2016, and he's been on Brett Brown's bench the last two years, this past season in particular. He was one of the guys who really headed up the Sixers special teams effort, so all the high-efficiency production the Sixers got on after-timeout plays, on end-line and sideline out-of-bounds plays, Coach Young was heavily involved in that mix. Coach Young, what's going on? What's the pulse of the squad? Yeah, I mean, the thing I've been, I'd say we've been impressed with with this group is how quickly they've been able to pick things up that we've been throwing at them. Um, You know, trying to get a lot in, obviously, in a short amount of time. I'm so happy with the intellect of the group, and hopefully it shows. How do you structure the days that you're spending with the guys, especially when you look back on minicamp? There are four days of practice sessions, but it seems like there's always a charter bus coming to and fro from Camden. So how do you guys format each day to get the most out of it? Yeah, well, we we tried to break it down where we really try to use the coaches that we have strategically and get the most out of the guys while they're here where we're doing a lot of different station work so we can kind of hit a lot of different things in a short amount of time. And then... As coaches, sometimes we get a little overzealous. I've been working with the sports science crew quite a bit to make sure that we uh, are keeping these guys healthy and uh, making sure we're ready for uh, what Vegas has for us. For you, about how much time passes before you're ready to get back in a gym? Because this year it was different. Unlike the last couple seasons when you were on the staff, the Sixers, they were done in the middle of April. Mm-hmm. This year, an extra month. For me, it's like things just happened so quick. It was like a week and a half, and then it was draft prep and workouts, and here we are. I mean, when does the itch really uh, start to, to come back for you? Yeah, this year was unique, as you said. I mean, the years past, like the draft kind of was our playoffs, so it was all eyes were, were geared on that. And this year, you know, having the, the postseason run that we had gave us a little bit more um, basketball. So, you know, I, I don't know if it was a specific amount of time, but after a while, you know, the, you can only uh, annoy your wife so much before she <laughs> wants you out of the house. So uh, it was good to get back in the gym. True words. Well put. Um, as far as the material that, that you're giving these guys, um, if you put it on a scale for what the NBA amount of material you guys asked the regular season mm-hmm. team and roster to digest, how would you compare that to what you're introducing these guys to? Yeah, I mean, clearly you can't get nearly as in-depth with the with the summer league group. I think what what you can do, though, is you can instill the principles that you're team stands for with the guys that you're trying to acclimate Zaire Smith you know Landry Shaman even Shake Milton although he's not participating still there um, really we've we've tried to focus on three things and I told the guys this the other day is in summer league really it comes down to transition defense pick and roll defense and being organized offensively and so those really are the things that we've tried to focus in on uh, during camp and um, again the guys have picked things up pretty well and 
it's easy to say that having not played a game, but once we get going, hopefully it'll carry over. You've been uh, coaching in the pros for over a decade now. During that time, have you seen an evolution for how better prepared guys are coming out of college into the pros as far as schemes that are being run at the NCAA level from where it is now to where it was, let's say, 10 years ago? Yeah, I think the the defense in the NBA to me is a little bit more multidimensional, a little bit deeper to grasp for some guys. Offensively, you know, I a lot more pick and roll common knowledge I think is out there even even today just watching guys come off pick and roll looking for rollers looking for lob passes and things like that whereas years past that was certain things you really have to kind of really coach guys up on um and just for uh, for people out there who may be curious why you picked those three areas and why that is important in summer league uh what what makes what you were talking about transition d pick and roll defense those things why is that particular to summer league yeah. something that you look out for that, the games are just a little bit more ratty in terms of, you know, as I said, being organized is something we try to do. Yeah. Oftentimes it's hard for teams to get organized, so it ends up being a lot of transition basketball, a lot of just broken plays that end up in pick and rolls. Um, and so that's what that's why we wanted to focus in on that. And then, again, for us trying to avoid solely just being a broken play team, we, we try to get them organized with, uh, you know, what we do here in Philadelphia. We'd have to think that having a seasoned point guard or something like that could help with organization as we start to look at some of the guys on the roster. Demetrius Jackson, is he one of the people that you're leaning on, someone who's had two years' worth of summer league experience and a handful of NBA games under his belt? Yes, all those things. And then, and then obviously with him being with us for the season has, a, has an understanding of what we, you know, what we do. And so the combination of him having summer leagues under his belt, you know, him understanding the concepts that we want to play. When I was told he was going to be our point guard, I was I was pretty excited about that. And he's been he's been great. He's been great for the coaches. He's really helped Zaire Smith and Landry make their kind of transition. And uh, you know, you could see it when they were on you know so and so's team in practice, and then they get on Demetrius's team. It kind of steadies the ship, and that's what we're looking for out of him. From an outsider perspective, whether you're a member of the media, guilty as charged, or a fan, there's always so much interest, natural interest, during Summer League about new guys, new talent brought into the organization. And in terms of whom the Sixers picked up on draft night, we're looking at Zaire Smith, Landry Shamit, as you said, Shake Milton, not available to play in Summer League. What are the early impressions of Smith and Shamit that you got from minicamp? So Shamit, start with him because I thought he played well really to start camp, and then and then Zaire had a, had some really good days after that. But um, so with with Landry, just his ability to play without the ball, move, cut, make shots, just a kind of a, a well-rounded offensive player, uh, which is what we saw when we looked at him on the film, and he got here, and he, and that's what he did. Uh, with with Zaire, for me personally, I've been really happy with what he's been able to do offensively um was just more to his game than I than I saw on the film or maybe gave him credit for so he's been able to attack the rim which I thought he would be able to do but his ability to kind of get into the paint and elevate over guys and make shots has been impressive uh, I thought he shot the three well on top of that and then you know defensively his ability to just get in guys is something that will obviously help us in summer league but will clearly help him as he you know tries to get on the court for us in the season just having a guy that you can throw at all these unbelievable players you have to guard in the nba 
like you said, there's certain things you can pick up on tape, but to see Zaire leap, his first leap in person for the first couple times, it's pretty outrageous. It is, and he's – the thing I like about him too is he's he's real even-keeled, you know, for a young guy. Uh, that's impressive. So far hasn't been able – or has not been rattled much, just kind of the same guy every day, every possession, which has been, been – you know, good to see. But in terms of his, just not only his athleticism, but his body, he's got long arms, he's strong. You know, for a 19-year-old kid, uh, it's impressive. He seems like a yes sir, no sir kind of guy. Yeah, he's a no-nonsense guy. So far, he's been incredibly easy to coach, you know, eager to learn, um, and but at the same time has a competitive spirit that you, that you really like. People have talked about his shot trajectory, his shot development. I'm assuming does that start as early as right now? How do you introduce someone like that who clearly the organization has high hopes for at this early stage for the really their first foray into professional hoops? Yeah, so even before we started our mini camp, Coach Monty Williams was able to kind of get his hands on him and, and give him some uh, some different workouts and so forth. And, and I think that helped him give a, a nice foundation. And then for us, what we've tried to do, on the team side with this mini camp is indoctrinating with our terminology, our philosophies, um, just the things that are just totally different probably than, than where he's come from uh, because there is quite a few terms. Coach Brown has a term for everything. so <laughs> And, uh, you know, which obviously helps us be organized, so we're just trying to get him up to speed with all that. You've only had him in front of you for a couple of days now, but with Smith, how much of what he's able to do defensively comes from ability, skill, how much of it comes from determination, mindset, that sort of thing? Yeah. I, mean, I think with any good defender, you have to have a combination of all the things you just listed. Uh, but the most important thing is that desire and that competitiveness, and I've I've seen that in him. You know, Coach Billy Lang has been on the floor and also has noticed that. Uh, which, again, the physical stuff is one thing, but the mental makeup and the ability to want to stop somebody is another thing. And you know, we've seen that so far. For someone like Furkan Korkmaz, who is just overseas in Europe had a tremendous run in the world qualifiers for FIBA what are the expectations what's on the to-do list for someone like that oh for me it's to look at his passport and see where he's where he's coming from that guy's all (laughs) over the place but uh you know yeah he'll be he'll be coming in with confidence based on how well he's done in that tournament um again with him he already knows what we're doing I think it's just a matter of him getting there and getting real quickly acclimated with the guys that we have and and then just just playing. I think he needs to play, play at a high level, and you know, obviously wants to see the ball go in. We want to see that for him and just kind of get confidence, and that's what Summer League is so good for. You know, guys that may not be able to get the run that they want during the season, they're able to play in that setting and get you know get reps, get confidence, and kind of get a little swagger, which he certainly does not lack. Even as Furkan had to sit out a bit last season with injury, what do you think he was able to take away from his first season around an NBA team? I think just the big picture of how the whole thing works, you know, the travel, the schedules, you know, playing with older guys, playing with superstars, being in a big market, uh, all those things that, you know, for a guy coming in not only as a rookie but as a European rookie, um, you know, it's all new to him. And so I think having having had that experience and having all that stuff under his belt sets him up well to kind of hit the ground running moving forward. This probably happens in the preseason and regular season too, but as someone who's in a position to evaluate talent 
and you're coaching it obviously with the Sixers, but when you're in these games, is it almost impossible to ignore someone who jumps out on the other side and file that name of someone away in the back of your mind? Because who knows what shakes out after yeah. summer league's done? Absolutely. I mean, for me, especially with my background coming up through the minor leagues, it was you know summer league was kind of one of the marquee scouting events, and so. You know, you're coaching games during the day and writing scouting reports at night. And so I just kind of have that background. So certainly, you know, take mental notes of different guys. And, and, you know, the other thing, too, is when you go through a draft class, you know, you get curious about all the guys that you studied. And so when you're able to get a chance to see him play in person, you know, it's kind of fun to just say, oh, hey, you know, that's kind of what I thought he'd be. Or, you know, that guy really surprised me. Um and so I'm sure as an organization, we will, we'll have eyes on a lot of these guys. The pre-draft period, it seemed like the theme was very much all hands on deck for the organization. Were you guys as coaches, as assistants, given more of an opportunity to do certain things? What you were asked of, was that any different this time around with Brett Brown leading the ship? Yeah, you know, certainly from last season, you know, where you know, we weren't nearly as uh, involved with it. And then this, this go around with, with Coach Brown, you know, taking things over. It was, you know, he asked us to, he gave us specific projects and there were specific groups of players that we, that we looked at, um, two of which we, we drafted, um, which was fun. Like I said, I, I enjoy that side of it. Um, uh, sometimes it becomes hard to do that with how much other stuff you have on the plate with the actual coaching side. But, uh, I enjoyed being able to kind of get my hands on that side of it. And while summer league might give off, much like spring training, let's say, a more loose, relaxed vibe, i got to think this is precious and valuable time for someone like yourself, too, and the assistants that are going to be on the summer league coaching staff, because here's a great chance to work with guys coming up through the ranks, some real elite-level talent, um, and you get to get reps, sure. right? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, again, like with my background in the minor leagues, having been a head coach in that league, and then now I've been here for a couple of years, you know, you you almost forget a little bit about of everything you have to do as a head coach. So it's it's been a great refresher for me. I'm excited to to have that experience, but more importantly, I'm excited for all of our young kind of our younger staff that that's been able to get a lot more responsibility. Um, you know, I had a lot of people help me grow as a as a young coach, and still am. You know, with Coach O'Brien, Coach Brown, Coach Monty, Coach Billy, all these guys that have helped me. Coach Pierce, all these guys that have helped me, and now I kind of get to like pay it forward a little bit, uh, which one makes me feel old a little bit, <laughs> and, and then two, um, you know, just being able to help guys, you know, help Connor as he prepares, Connor Johnson prepared to be the Blue Coats head coach, um, you know, help some of these guys that are moving up in our organization, and um, for me, that's been really fun. I think that's one of the more undersold storylines surrounding Brett is that at least from this seat, it looks like he's a guy who places almost just as much effort and energies on developing his own coaches as he does guys out on the floor with like a Furkan Korkmaz or Tim Luau Cabro. I mean, it, he seems like he's genuinely invested in moving you guys along as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I certainly wouldn't be here if it wasn't, you know, wasn't for him. He's done a lot for me and my family, and he's given me an opportunity to, opportunity to have real responsibilities uh, within the organization and and really let me own certain areas that he's given me and uh it's made me a much better coach and it's given me you know like we talked about before with Ferk on that confidence you know even as a coach you need the confidence and that's what I've tried to help some of the, the younger coaches understand is the confidence that you need as a coach and there's no better way to get that than doing what they're doing right now is coaching on the floor 
All right, to put a bow on this, what would constitute a successful summer league in Las Vegas for the Philadelphia 76ers? I mean, obviously everybody is competitive and everybody wants to win, but I, I think going back to the three pillars that we kind of talked about, if we can really just try to be organized, that's the one thing I want to make sure that when we get out there, our guys are organized, they know what they're doing, you know, be able to, to get back on defense, be able to guard pick and rolls, all the things that we've invested time in here, and then ultimately have – have Landry and Zaire pick up all those things so that they kind of have a head start for the season. Great stuff. Terrific insight from Kevin Young. He'll be leading the 76ers at the MGM Resorts Summer League in Las Vegas. Thanks so much, man. Thanks, B. And you figure that if you throw in guys like Jonah Bolden, whom the 76ers acquired in the second round of 2017 and had a really solid season playing professionally overseas in Israel this past year, plus Askia Booker, who has professional reps under his belt in the G League and internationally to the roster, that should only deepen the talent pool and help the 76ers cause this week. Sorry we didn't have a chance to touch upon Bolden or Booker on the roster in that interview. Uh, we actually sat down and taped that. Kevin and I did before the moves were official and announced. But gotta like those two are in the mix. And gotta like that tonight from Las Vegas, 76ers and the Boston Celtics yet again, this time in a summer league setting. Who knows when the next episode of the podcast will be coming your way from out here in Sin City. Only that we will effort more pods in the days ahead. You just don't know who you might come across or run into, so be sure to check your feed on a regular basis. A reminder that in addition to the Summer League games being on TV, whether it's ESPN or NBA TV, uh, the first three games will be audio streamed on Sixers.com and the Sixers mobile app with the great Tom McGinnis out here. Plus, you can listen to tonight's Celtics game at 7.30 and tomorrow's Lakers game at 11.30 on Sixers flagship radio station at 97.5 FM. The Fanatic, if you were in the Delaware Valley listening area. Cool. All right, so we'll talk to you next time, hopefully real soon, here on the podcast. See you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. 
Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give love and logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 